Hello, hello. Welcome to the March episode of Lulu's List. I'm Seuss, also known as Lulu Lawrence, and this podcast is where I talk all about the fics that I have read this past month and what I enjoyed about them. You can find me on Tumblr and AO3 as Lulu Lawrence, on Twitter as Lulu Lawrence1D, and on Coffee at www.ko-fi.com/lulu-lawrence. This month I was able to read 15 fics, and they were seriously incredible. I kept feeling like I had just read a favorite, and then I'd go on to read the next one, and it would be another favorite, and then another. Um, I also have been reading along with two whips that have been amazing, and so I am just really excited to talk about and rave about all of these fics that I've been reading, and hopefully get you excited about them as well. I do just want to give a warning and an apology that my allergies have been insane and therefore my voice is not quite up to par and um, hopefully hopefully you won't notice too much but um, if it gets a bit rough hopefully you can still understand me <laughs> the first fic that I read this past month is called in the still of the night by jacaranda bloom on tumblr and jacaranda underscore bloom on AO3 it's about 69,000 words it's rated explicit and the pairing is Harry and Louie the summary reads, In a society where omegas are expected to follow a predetermined path, Louis strives for more, for his voice to be heard, for recognition, for true love. In a world where your past defines your future, Harry fights against the system, for equality, for a different life, for acceptance. When their two worlds collide, will they be beaten down by conformity, or will they re rise up and forge a new path together? Or the Dirty Dancing AU, where Louis is a feisty omega who wants to change the world, Harry is an alpha from the wrong side of the tracks, and nobody puts Louis in a corner. So, um, in case you couldn't tell by the last line of the summary, uh, it's definitely, <laughs> it's a wonderful Dirty Dancing AU, and Louis is clearly baby. Harry is, um, oh my goodness, it's been so long since I've watched the movie, Johnny, Harry's Johnny. <laughs> So um, there's ABO Dynamics, and it's obviously Dancer Harry, it's also Dancer Zane, um, Niall is also an employee at the resort, and then Louis and Liam are our brothers, um, technically cousins, uh, because Liam's parents kind of took Louis in when his parents died when he was very young, but they were essentially raised as brothers, and so that's the dynamic that the two of them have. Um, it's Alpha Harry, Alpha... Um, Liam, and then Beta Nile, and then Zane and Louis are Omegas. Um, Louis and Liam are not so much well off. They are, um, they're kind of middle class, but they're definitely not like the upper crust. And they are both students. Louis is about to go off to college, and he just has so many plans about what he's going to do to go out there and change the world. And Liam is kind of the older brother. He's already been at college for a while, and they're just on a family vacation together. And it's just so sweet. I love their relationship there. But like, seriously, the, ad the adaptation was just amazing. I was really curious how the ABO dynamics would come into play with things because there already is so much kind of at play um, in the original, you know, like there's the um, the guy from the wrong side of the tracks and then there's all of the um, just <laughs> double standards, I suppose we shall uh, put it, uh, regarding, you know, how men and women are treated with regards to the wonderful 
I'm trying to find a nice and polite and uh, not completely judgmental way of saying it, but I don't know that there is. We'll just say that all the misogyny that comes into play thanks to the puritanical roots of America and their morality system here. And so, like, there's there's already a lot, you know, in addition to, like, is it a summer fling or is it more? And it's a coming-of-age story. And, you know, like, just there's just employee versus, you know, resort uh, and uh, a vacationer, I guess. <laughs> and so like, there's just, there's already a lot. And so adding the ABO dynamic just kind of made it so that there was even more. Um, and it just, I was really intrigued and I was really interested to see how it would all play into things, especially because, um, Dee made it pretty, she made it clear that there would not be the same storyline, um, like medically speaking for, Zane as there was for Johnny's partner in the movie a dance partner in the movie and so I was like okay so how is all this going to work like why is Louie going to need to fill in for Zane to uh, dance at the other resort and everything else and oh there there was all this stuff about like um, Omega rights and whether Omegas should be allowed to work in certain places and so there was like hidden genders and there was like breaking out of the traditional uh, gender relationship roles I suppose because Niall had a really fascinating storyline there too like there's just so much you guys but like the whole time you felt so firmly rooted still in the dirty dancing world if that makes sense um it was just amazing. I really enjoyed it. Like all of the characters, even the original ones were just so fully fleshed out in a way that like, I, I really loved, I don't, I don't think she used the name Kellerman. Um, and Kellerman's all I can think of because that's the name of the movie. But uh, you know, the resort owner, his son is just, oh my goodness, he's such a treat. I really enjoyed his character. He was so much fun. And, um, it was just really interesting to kind of try to learn more about him and Niall as the story went on. But like, it's just also compelling and it's so interesting, the world building that she did. And it was just, it, it was, a, it, I can't stop talking about it. It was just such a fun read. I love the movie. It made me want to go and watch the movie again, but it also was just such a great fic and read in and of itself as well. So I just really enjoyed that one. And the next fic that I read this month was called This Is My Jam by Disgruntled Kitten Face on both Tumblr and AO3. It's about 5,000 words long. It is rated mature, and the pairing is Harry and Louie. Um, the summary reads, The guy's eyes are so blue that Harry can't tear his gaze away, even as he moves to the, to the beat. The searing light shade is magnetic. He finds himself leaning in and yelling, This is my jam, only to earn a laugh from thin pink lips that Harry's definitely going to be dreaming about tonight. Your jam. When the guy yells back over the music, his blue eyes sparkling and his lips twisted in a smirk, Harry's chest literally puffs out with pride at earning his attention, his obvious approval. Tongue-tied, Harry nods and closes his eyes as he lets go, the music reverberating around them. All of the usual inhibitions that keep him in a corner at parties fall away, and he bounces around the center of the dance floor, waving his arms above his head. Somehow, his towel stays on, even as he starts to think he wouldn't mind if it fell off. Fuck it. He finally made it here. He's damn well going to enjoy it. Harry goes to a gay bathhouse for the first time. 90s AU. So, this is fantastic. It's 
a bathhouse AU. It takes place in the 90s, and it felt so firmly rooted in the 90s that it, like, I kind of giggled a little bit, kind of like remembering some of the turns of phrase and things like that that were just kind of referenced that I hadn't thought about for ages. <laughs> and so it was a lot of fun to kind of delve back into that world, but also, like, it felt so tentative just because it was, like, their secret little safe place for queer people and um harry hasn't ever been there before it's his first time and he just wants to enjoy himself and finally like for the first time like feel like he's free to be himself and out and you know just kind of be around others like himself and he meets louis and the thing is is that harry has been harry has been warning him because uh, not Harry. Harry has been warned by Nick. Nick's been telling him all about the bathhouse because he didn't want to bring Harry unprepared um, because he didn't want Harry to just like ruin his reputation there but also like he didn't want Harry to make it so that Harry could not return in the future if that makes sense. And so he kept warning him you know like this is not a place for relationships this is not where you go to build an emotional connection like that's not the purpose of bathhouses and so like Harry had been like prepping himself and trying to get up you know ready for that because he's the kind of guy who likes relationships and so he goes in and he sees Louis and he's just like oh my gosh I love him he's beautiful and then he's like okay no like that's not what we're here for but like I can at least enjoy myself with him and they go and they have the most amazing time but like the way that she writes the ending is so hopeful um it's not like it's not like it's pigeonholing them into always being fairly anonymous and only meeting at the bathhouse but at the same time it's very careful and um you know it's very clear that there's a hope for something more with the two of them and i just oh it's so lovely i really enjoyed it um i just i felt like it just kind of plopped me down right there and i was able to enjoy a scene and then i came out of it and i was kind of sad that i was out of it i i wanted to continue but it was just a really lovely view into their world and into them as people and so i just really i really loved it and i think that more people need to appreciate this fix so definitely give it a try if that sounds at all like your thing the next fic that i read is called here and where you are by adita squad on tumblr and luvi on ao3 it's a about 33,000 words long is rated G and the pairing is Harry and Louis. And the summary reads, in a world where astrology is real and advanced, Harry finds out that Louis is his soulmate. The catch? Louis at the heart of a protest for Omega soulmate rights against the very case Harry is representing in court. Before they pass each other too many times, the universe takes it upon themselves to make them meet. This, this fic is so interesting. It is just so interesting. So it's ABO. Um, Harry is an alpha solicitor and Louis is an Omega teacher who just kind of falls into the protest against everything going on because everyone had always kind of been, you know, soulmate um romantics I suppose for the most part you know it's one of those things that they look forward to however there's so many catches in this world and it's really really interesting the way that they built it and the things that they kind of the details that are in there like it made it so that I was sitting there and like my mind was like just reeling because I had never considered it working like that before and 
I just loved that they came up with with everything that they did. It made it so that it was complex and also very hierarchical, um, not just in the ways of the, your secondary gender, but also in the way of like money. Because in order to find out who your soulmate was, you have to have the funds to pay essentially the government. Like it's kind of a government entity um, that takes care of the soulmates thing. And you have to pay them like an exorbitant amount of money for this like super fancy piece of paper. But the thing is, is that like once you've taken it out, it like triggers a bunch of other changes to happen. And you're basically seen as mated by the law at that point in time. And so while you don't have to be with your soulmate, if your soulmate takes out like the document that says who your soulmate is, then like, it doesn't matter if you're married to somebody else. It doesn't matter what kind of a life you're living. If you have any interest in that, it doesn't matter. Like you could be approved or denied medical and financial everything like access to all sorts of things just because like if you are an omega your alpha isn't there and you're like I don't even have an alpha I don't know who my alpha is like it's it's wild the situations that were there and it makes sense like it makes sense why Louis kind of falls into it and the things that he learns and why he would feel that way but also Louis is dating somebody else at this point that like he's pretty sure isn't his soulmate but at the same time he would like him to be and like he, they've been together for years and they've built a life together and they're, t you know, I believe that they're engaged and they're talking about planning, getting married and things like, it's just, it's so complex and it's so interesting. And meanwhile, Harry, like Harry does want to meet his soulmate. He does want to be with his soulmate, but he's just not ready for it. And he feels guilty for being an alpha in that kind of a situation. And when he starts looking further into things and like, because he has to work in the defense of the government <laughs> for like the soulmates, um, he, he has to dig into things and he starts learning things that he didn't even know before. And he starts feeling even worse. And it, it just colors all of his decisions and everything that he does with regards to that. It's just, it's so complex, you guys. And it's only 33,000 words. Like, I'm still amazed by this. But the world that it creates, and it's just fascinating. And um, when they do finally meet, the way that they kind of try to handle it all, like, things just get complicated and messy because that's what happens with these kinds of things, right? But it was just, it was so incredible to just kind of watch it all unfold and see where it was going to go because I had no clue where it was going to go or what we were going to learn or... In, you know, how it was going to be handled. Like, I just didn't have an idea. And it was just so much fun to be able to read it and go on that journey with them. Um, the next fic that I read was called An Amazing Race Around the World and To My Heart by a Sunflower Volume, uh, Sunflower Vol H on Tumblr and Things I Can't on AO3. It's about 89,000 words long. It's rated explicit and the pairing is Harry and Louis. The summary reads, this year marks our 30th race around the world. 
30 seasons of teams bound by friendship, family, and even some people who just band together for the chance to, to at the prize. But this year, we went to remove that dynamic, Phil said, rubbing his hands together gently. The cameras were worrying around them, trying to get every shocked face and gasp from the teams. Louis could feel a ringing in his ears, a new nervousness he hadn't felt during the entire journey to this competition. He was sweating more now, more than he could blame on the California sun, as Phil started to read the names of the new teams, the members hugging their loved ones before joining a complete stranger in their new allotted spot or an amazing race hate to lovers au okay you guys um i don't know if you love and appreciate amazing race but this fig is amazing and it really doesn't matter if you've watched the show or are familiar with it at all you will still enjoy it but if you do watch the show you will there's just so many wonderful little Easter eggs that are in here. Like Phil, I, I just like, we, I don't know much about him as a person. Like, I don't know much about him even like beyond his kind of almost narration role <laughs> in the show. Um, because while I enjoy it and I'll watch it if it's on and I'm free, I, I'm not someone who's like an avid follower. Um, but I felt like his character was just so perfectly nailed down and it was just a lot of fun uh, to see it all play out and to like kind of get like a peek in to a competitor's uh, experience, I guess, on the show. But also like that added twist of being with somebody that you don't know. I believe that this is something that they actually did on the show a few years ago because they did have one where like you just came on as a single and they paired you together randomly with a stranger that you'd never met. But there was also one where I believe everybody came in partnerships and then they were all mixed up team wise and had to play with somebody they weren't expecting to play with and like everybody was caught off guard and so I do believe that this is something that actually happened and so it was a lot of fun to kind of read it and like see all the different ways that people did or didn't get along in the ways that they kind of grew to be friends and stuff like that but um it was also just so interesting to see Harry and Louie like their characters in here and who they were as people within the fic um and just how that meant that they worked together or didn't <laughs> as the case may be as um the competition went on it was it was so much fun and it was so interesting and like the challenges that they had were just wild it was so it was very much like the show and um it was exhausting just kind of reading it at times but like there's just so much so much angst you guys and then there's world travel and it's them kind of like finally coming together and getting together but of course that can't be it you know more has to happen and then they have to fix things again and like meanwhile there's all this like there's clearly something that's going on under the surface and I couldn't quite pinpoint it for either of them um but I like it was hinted at kind of but like because of everything happening I was so focused on everything else that um, I took it in and then I kind of pushed it to the side you know and so when everything was finally revealed I was like oh that makes sense but it wasn't anything that I myself had guessed because like the way that they wrote it they just keep your brain so busy you're just taking in so many details and so much information but it's not overwhelming if that makes sense like i don't even know how to explain it you guys all i know is that like this this fic was one of the most enjoyable that i have read in a long time it was just a lot of fun and i felt like i was watching the show and like i wanted to be able to like turn on the tv and watch amazing race and have it be 
these characters. I wanted it to be these characters and Harry and Louie and Gemma and Lottie and everybody else. Like I wanted to see them, you know, and it makes me sad that I can't. It makes me sad that this isn't like a version of the show that actually exists, but it was just, it was such a great fic and I'm not somebody who can visualize things um, if I haven't seen them, but I felt like the way that they rooted the fic in things that are at least somewhat known and understood like I was still able to get like an idea of what was going on even if it was more of like a physical type of setting and it was just it was so good you guys I can't stop raving about it like it was an amazing fic I I loved it and I want everyone to read it (laughs) um the next fic that I read was actually a whip that I have talked about on a previous episode, I believe, and it's For the Right Reasons by Julius Schmidt on both Tumblr and AO3. Um, it ended up totaling 106,000 words. It is rated explicit, and the pairing is Harry and Louis. The summary reads, Harry doesn't agree to be the bachelor expecting to find love. He's just hoping for an exciting jaunt around the world, half a dozen new friends, and, if he's lucky, an amazing HJ or two. Louis may have signed up to be a contestant on The Bachelor, but he's not interested in a ring or a proposal. Not from Harry, not from anyone. He wouldn't turn down a few more Instagram followers, though. Um, uh, This fic is clearly a Bachelor AU. It's childhood friends to lovers, and I don't know if you've ever read a fic by Alex before, but, like, she is really excellent on, like, one of her best skills, I think, in writing is the pining and the angst like she is just really great at honing in on those and making it so that you feel them incredibly acutely and so I believe that my description for this was something along the lines of like there's pining and then there's more pining and then there's more pining and then there's a lot of angst and some more pining and somehow at the very last minute you still get a happy ending (laughs) but at the same time like she never promised that and so I wasn't sure while I was reading it and I like started yelling at her (laughs) in the comments please don't yell at your authors but hopefully she knows it was all in love um (laughs) I just I was all like it's okay I trust you because you'll give us a happy ending and then I was like wait did you promise us a happy ending and I went up and I looked at the tags and I realized that she didn't and I was very scared um but it's okay because in the last second she made it so that like things were all right we were okay everyone everyone is taken care of (laughs) The situations turn out okay, but there was just, oh, you felt for these characters. She makes it so that, like, you f- you feel, ev- like, all of the longing that Harry has been, like, keeping inside of him for so long and is finally just starting to, like, not acknowledge. He acknowledged it before, but he didn't really have a hope that Louis could possibly feel that same way. But then things happened before the show that they never talked about. And then all of a sudden they're like here and where they are. And then there's Louis who just is dealing with so much and has reasons for doing what he's doing. But you want to bash him upside the head the whole time anyway, because like, does he really, does he really have reasons for doing what he's doing? (laughs) Are they valid reasons? You know, like you can't help but wonder, like, is he just being an idiot for something stupid? But like they are they're valid oh it's painful oh it's so hard oh it's wonderful it's it hurts so good and um not only that but when you're done with the fic she then has time time stamps that she has posted to AO3 for the first kiss casting calls and a first date finally which actually is the first date for two other characters and it's wonderful it's great um I loved the way that everybody was cast Liam is just the most wonderful clueless 
and yet not clueless character. Like he just, oh, he's just so great. And then there's Zane. Oh, Zane, he's such a complex character. I really enjoyed him and getting to kind of figure out what in the world was going on with him. And Niall, who never hit anything. Like he just, he was straight up like, he he was cockblock central is what he was, but he he was also just like so good. Um, I just I loved Niall as a character and the role that he played, even though we didn't get to see him all that often. He felt more of like a cameo role who ca- occasionally like jumped in from time to time, but like I really liked it and I loved how it showed how they did the interviews and just everything. Like I hate The Bachelor, you guys. Like I'm so sorry for those of you who love it. Like it's a show that I just do not appreciate and I do not enjoy. Like it just it makes me cringe just watching the commercials. Ugh, sometimes I just vocally even gag when I see them. Like, I can't handle it. But this fic was just stellar. It was fantastic and worth every moment of time that was spent reading it. <laughs> the next fic, which is another favorite of mine. Are you ten- I wasn't lying, you guys, when I said that I went from favorite to favorite when it came to the fics that I read this month. They're, still- they're just incredible. And this next one is right up there with all the rest <laughs> it's called the earl and his duke by become a wendy bird on tumblr and quicked ween on ao3 this fake is about fifty-three thousand words long it is rated explicit and the pairing was harry and louis the summary reads lord tomlinson the elusive duke of leeds has suddenly emerged in london for the first time in six years he is believed to have been abroad he is believed to have been widowed he is believed to want to withdraw from society from society Harry doesn't know what is true and what isn't. He only knows that the older brother of one of his best friends is back in town this day, and that the time has taken him from merely the most beautiful man Harry knew to the most handsome man to ever walk the earth. A man whose gaze probably still skips over Harry like he doesn't exist the same way it did when they were young. Oh, this fic. Oh, my word. Okay, so it's a Regency AU, if you couldn't figure that out by the summary. It is like the most epic fic version of a Regency romance and I love Regency romances so this was just like oh chef's kiss it was everything I love it was childhood friends to lovers in a way like they were friends even though Harry was closer and is closer with Lottie than he ever was with Louis like you learn so much more about the dynamic they had as children even when they were like super young and it's just so adorable their neighbors at least while they are in london for the season their neighbors they their actual estates are further apart but that's okay they're still super close um there's all these secrets and the scandal and there's light angst but there's still a happy ending and like it's just it's everything you could ever want from a gay regency romance <laughs> and it's just it's I mean, it's Molly. I adore her and I have loved her writing from the very moment that I read one of her fics and didn't have a clue who she was. And like, she just keeps winning me over time and time again. I just love her. And I love this fic so very much. It was just glorious to be able to sink into. And I'm pretty sure I devoured it in like a day because I couldn't stop reading. It was just epic. It was wonderful. (laughs) The next fic that I read is called Among... Among Lavender Fields by Homo Socially Yours on both Tumblr and AO3. This fake is about 70,000 words long. It is rated explicit and it is also Harry and Louis. The summary reads, at 21, Louis Tomlinson is more than ready to shed the girl next door image that's been with her since her entry into film in her childhood. But with a mother and father steeped in Hollywood tradition, it's felt impossible. 
Meanwhile, Harry Styles is a young, struggling musician new to London, friendless yet eager for the next phase of her life to begin. When French director Marie Coutard casts the two of them in her film, it's a chance for both of them to break away from the people they've been. Together, they struggle through an acting process that's new and unfamiliar for both of them, learning more than they could have imagined about themselves along the way. As they spend long days picking lavender and long nights sharing the things they've never been able to tell anyone else, their love blooms. Will the flower fade, or will the love they make among lavender fields be one they carry with them to the end? Okay, you guys. This... I uh, I just, like, went on random rants to Megan while I was reading this, because they did such an amazing job. Like, I love Megan's fix always, but this one just... I felt like it just took me to a whole other place, a whole other world. Like, I felt like I was there in France with them while I was reading this. I felt like I was watching a French art house film. I, it, it's paced just like you would think of for that style of film. Like I felt like I was in Chocolat or Amelie and like it, the thick is paced in that way. It takes things and it slows it down and it makes you really kind of focus on the everyday and on the things that maybe you wouldn't necessarily pay attention to. And it felt like Marie was kind of directing the thick. You got bits and pieces of them as people and their feelings and everything as you were reading. And it felt like you're, it, it was just, it was amazing. It was so incredible. And I'm someone who often has a hard time with settings. Um, just because like I mentioned before, like I can't really visualize things I haven't seen. And so like somebody might mention a stove and like, yeah, I can kind of visualize a stove. I've seen a stove before, but when they try to place it like in a kitchen that I can't figure out the layout for, like I can, like I can imagine like bits and pieces of the kitchen, but probably not the way that they're describing them. And I have no idea how they fit together as a whole. And so it makes it so that I often feel very disconnected from the places that people are and that they're interacting with. But the way that Megan wrote this, I felt so solidly placed the entire time. Like, it is so entirely in the 80s. And, you like, I knew exactly what it felt like to be there. Because I felt like they did a really amazing job of describing kind of maybe not the visuals as much as the way it felt for them to be where they were and when they were. And so because of that, I never had a question. Like, I... I felt firmly rooted the entire time that I was reading it and it's just amazing. And then she, they added all these incredible tropes. Like these girls are just amazing. It's obviously girl direction, actress, Louie musician, and it's not obvious, but Harry's a musician in this fic. Um, so it's got that famous non-famous in there, but also it's friends to lovers because they very much become friends first. They have no idea that they, either of them are queer um, they both kind of have just assumed that they're straight, I think, and um, allowed that to just kind of be a part of their worldview and how they kind of saw themselves and experienced their their lives. And so when they kind of go into this and they're sharing a bed and they're together day in and day out, always and learning more about each other and they start talking more and they kind of they see Marie with her wife and oh her Marie and her wife are just written so beautifully in this too and like 
there's another character whose name I can't think of right now, but they kind of talk with her a lot because she helps bring them food and she drives them to the fields from where they're staying. And like, oh, I just, I loved all of the characters in this so much. It was just, it was so great and it was so soft and it was so all encompassing. Um, and so like they have this like self-discovery and I wouldn't say so much like a, you know, like a gay crisis, but like they kind of come to terms with the understanding that like they are not straight and they don't know maybe necessarily what that means for them or, you know, for like after the filming is done, but like they just kind of throw themselves into it and just kind of appreciate it and enjoy it for what it is when it is. And then, like, the way that things happen afterwards, oh, it's just so good. It's so good. And I, I loved the closure that we got with it on so many different levels because we get to find out what happens a bit with the film and with Marie and her wife. And you also get to find out what happens with the other girl whose name, again, I still can't think of. And her kind of friend with benefits, I suppose. And um, you get to see how things end up working out with Harry and Louis and... It's just, it's so beautiful. It's just so soft. It felt so soft and so safe the entire time that I was reading it. And I really needed that during the time that I was reading it. Like there were some really rough days that I had and being able to turn to this fic and know that it was there to just kind of like wrap me in a soft, warm blanket and um, soothe me for a little bit. It was just, it, I needed that and I was so appreciative for it and oh, I want everybody to read this and just appreciate it. I know that it's not everyone's cup of tea, but if you think that you might in any way be interested, please give it a chance and then come and rave about it to me because I just want to talk to everybody about how great that fic was. Whew. Okay, so the next fic that I read is another fic that I had talked about in passing um, when it was a whip, and it is Love is a Winning Game by all dash these dash Larry things on Tumblr and Rearview Dreamer on AO3. Um, this fic is about 47,000 words long. It's rated mature and the pairing is Harry and Louis. The summary reads, before their broken engagement, Harry had his head stuck so far in the clouds that he didn't even remember entering him and Louis for something as crazy as a couple's game show until a series of bad post-breakup decisions puts Harry in the awkward position of needing the help of his ex fiance to try and fix the mess he has made. So it's a game show AU and it's exes to lovers. They are ex fiancés and... I don't know if you know anything about Michelle's fix, but Michelle is really excellent with the angst. Um, she just, she is really great at ripping your heart out and tearing it to shreds. And not all of her fix do that, but like a lot do. I would say that a lot do. And um, this, I was prepared for her to just like make this the most painful experience ever. And it hurt in very specific ways, but the fic was so much more reliant on the healing and on like the fixing what was broken and um, trying to kind of patch up the cracks that had come about in Harry's life as well as their relationship. And it's just, oh, it was just so good, you guys. It it was it you felt healed reading it and like 
every time that Harry did something hard, like I wanted to cheer for him and give him like warm hugs and like congratulate him on doing the hard thing. Cause it, there are hard things that he really did need to do. There were things that he really needed to come to terms with and needed to acknowledge that he just wasn't, he like was refusing to acknowledge even to himself the kinds of situations that he had put himself into in a way. And so like seeing him actually address that and not only address it and take care of it and then like brush it under a rug to, so that nobody knew it had ever happened, but like address it within himself and admit it to others. Like, Oh, it was beautiful. It was so wonderful to see him be that vulnerable when it was so clearly hard for him. And I think that I felt so strongly about that because like in that way, I can very much relate to him in my own life. I want to just take care of things and like, I'll, I'll be a very open about a lot, but like there's some things that just are too much, I guess. And so I just kind of would rather ignore them until I have to deal with them and then deal with them and pretend like they never happened and then never, you know, never speak of them again. Um, and so like, in that way I felt very, um, close to Harry. Um, and so like being able to see him be that strong and work through those hard things and it, it just made me so happy. And, um, it made me feel like, okay, I can do that too. See, he's strong. I could be strong too. <laughs> and so it was just really hopeful and really wonderful. And Louis the whole time it was just, oh gosh, so lovely. And you get both points of view when it comes to certain things that are, um, pretty key, I think, in their, um, talking things out and finally communicating and stuff. Oh, it's just so good. It's so good. You guys, you need to read it. It's, because it's so silly. The the basis of the is just ridiculous. You know, it's this high stakes game show where all these fiancés are competing against each other to prove that they deserve the money for their wedding the most. And it's just so ridiculous and <laughs> over the top. And so it's very playful and fun and enjoyable, but like there's also this depth and emotion that's underneath it all too, that really drives it forward. And it makes it so that it's just a really fun, it's just a really fun read. And there's just a lot more to it than what you anticipate, I think. And um, it makes it so that it hits a little bit harder and stays with you a little bit longer than you expect it to. Okay. Um, the next fic is called Still Somehow by Disgruntled Kitten Face on both Tumblr and AO3. It's about a thousand words long. It is not rated and the pairing is Liam and Louie. The summary reads, Louie trims Liam's split ends. And that's it. Like, it's true. That's like the entire fic. Um, the fic mentions COVID and it feels to me as if it's a quarantine fic or at least it's like nearing the end like people are kind of starting to come out again of their homes is what it sounds like. You know, they're kind of having to deal with real life and put things, start putting things back together again. And because of that, it feels very somber and very solemn. Um, it's established relationship and it does kind of acknowledge depression and, but it's not a sad fic. It's just kind of, like it made me want to cry because it was so relatable. Um, it felt like it really captured the, the emotions that I have been grappling with, I guess, but like in such a soft way, like the way that Liam is just able to trust and be there with Louis and know that Louis will take care of her the entire time. Oh, because I don't think I mentioned this. It's girl direction. <laughs> 
I don't think I mentioned it in my rec or anything, but it is. It's girl direction. Um, and so, like, she just, she is so trusting of Louis. And Louis is so determined. You can just tell. She's so determined to make sure that, like, she takes care of Liam and does exactly what she needs. And right now, that's just trimming her split ends. And, like, the easy way that they kind of um, interact, and most of the time, not even with words, it's just so beautiful. It's amazing how she just took 1,000 words, only 1,000 words, and created this whole vibe. It is just so, it's soft and careful and tender, and it's beautiful. I loved it. The next fic is called Driver's License by Kel Santama on Tumblr and Words and Notes on AO3. The fic I can't believe it, but the fic is only 6,000 words. <laughs> it's rated teen, and the pairing is Zane and Louie. The summary reads, I said to turn left. No, you said to turn right. Louie had no idea what he actually said, but who cares? He's tired of the, su- of the superior tone. Are you seriously arguing with your examiner right now? See, that's exactly what Louie is talking about. The guy, Zane or whatever, pointedly waits for an answer, and Louie scoffs. Doesn't matter who you are, does it? I still know what I heard, and you said right. Or Louis is taking the exam to get his driver's license for the third time. Okay, sue him. And the examiner keeps getting under his skin. When they suddenly get stranded in the middle of a snowstorm, they have to learn to cooperate. Um, so this week is Enemies to Lovers, and it is so great. I love the way that they write Zooey. It's just, it's so great. Um... So it's driver, driving instructor Zane, and Louis is just, he's just a disaster. But Louis is a disaster because he can't focus because of Zane. Like, you, you really feel for him. Like, he's trying so hard to just, like, keep himself together. And Zane, like, he just, he basically judged him from the beginning. But at the same time, is not really letting up. Like, they're both just kind of digging their heels in because let's be honest, Capricorns, right? And they just, (laughs) they just, the banter and the arguments and everything. And meanwhile, like, Louis just like, he's so beautiful, but he's such an asshole. (laughs) And he can't focus because, like, Zane's just so beautiful and his mind keeps wandering. And, like, it just, you can feel the ADHD in this Louis, like, so clearly. And, you just can't blame him for it. And meanwhile, Zane's just trying to keep himself together and not panic. And they're just arguing. And then they get stuck and it's snowing and there's no way to save them. And they just continue arguing. And Lumberjack Liam, Lumberjack Liam comes out of nowhere to save them. <laughs> he's so perfect too, the way that he's written. He's such a fun character. I love Liam in this fic. And the way that Louis and he just automatically start having such a good vibe that like is such a dissonant not dissonance it's just a juxtaposition I guess it's a really excellent foil to show the way that like if you don't assume the worst of Louis's banter and arguing like you can use you can see that he doesn't mean it to be mean he that's how he gets along with people and Liam just so clearly understands that from the get-go and the two of them are just so great together and meanwhile Zane's just like what and the dynamic between Zane and Liam is also just like 
spot on. It's so great. And so like both of them, you can tell are frustrated with the situation because Liam's just getting along perfectly with both of them. And they're just like, what in the world is going on here? Like, that's not who they are with me, you know? And, and it's just like the, anyway, it's, it's just incredible. And I loved the friendship and I loved the banter and I loved the arguing even. And then like the way that it all kind of turns around and the discussion that they're able to have, like the conversation is so good and like, it's serious, but it's still so playful and bantery at the same time, like to have it all kind of come together. It's just, it's just amazing. It is such a great read. And also, if you would like to listen to it, it's available from Podfic Pals. Uh, Mia read this one and it's just, she does a great job. I really enjoyed her, uh, her reading of it and the way that she kind of infused it with her energy. It was a lot of fun. So um, highly recommend that one if you are at all interested in Zooey. Okay, the next fic that I read is called From the Depths by Falling Like This on both Tumblr and AO3. It's about 3,000 words long. It is rated teen, and the pairing is Niall and Liam Friendship. Um, the summary reads, when a new resident moves to town, the creature in the lake is curious. They both may be just what the other needs. This fic is, again, so soft. It's so lovely. It is just infused with everything that I know Tabby to be as a person. And so, like, it was really lovely to read it and kind of feel like I I saw her in every one of the characters and the way that they interacted, if that makes sense. Like, oh, it's just lovely. Um, poor, poor creature Liam. He's just a creature and he's called creature and he's forgotten his name and because it's been so long since he's been with anyone who like deemed him worthy of a name I guess and he's just used to everybody in the town being scared of him and hating him and throwing things at him and so he's used to this kind of existence that he's had but he meets human Niall and everything changes it is so soft and so lovely it is just the epitome of a hurt comfort and just soft friendship fic um you just you feel the loneliness and there's just so much swimming and Niall like helps him choose a name for himself and then because he and Niall are friends it gets others to be more willing to kind of hang out and have fun and so like we get to meet like Louie and Harry and their dynamic is hysterical because it's so it's it's such a quick mention but like you get such a very full idea of who they are both like together and as individuals and then there's just uh, Zane is so cute like it's just it's just so soft and so wonderful and so beautiful and I just really loved it it's it's a really beautiful fic and again this is also a fic that was read by Podfic Pals and I'm trying to remember I'm I'm 99% sure that this is a fic that was read by Emu, but in the episode where they do read this fic, it actually has all, it has Emu and Evie and Mia all reading a fic by Tabby in celebration of her birthday. And so it's just three short fics and all three of them get to take a chance to read. And they're, they're just so cute. They're so fun. And I love all three of the fics that they've chose. It's just that this is the only one I hadn't read before. So it's the only one I'm highlighting this month. Um, so if you want to listen to some of Tabby's short, cute fics, then definitely give a listen to that episode. Um, 
And if you want to read it for yourself because you're not a good audio person, then definitely give this a chance because it's just, it's so soft and lovely. The next fic that I read is called Unveiled by PhD-Baba on Tumblr and PhD-Mama on AO3. It's about 65,000 words long. It is rated mature and the pairing is Harry and Louie, but there's also side Zane and Liam. Uh, the summary reads, the train grinds to a halt and Harry leans forward in his eagerness to take it all in. It's a gorgeous spring day, the sky the same intense blue that he knows from home, which comforts him. There's much here that looks almost familiar, but then so much that is new and strange to his eyes. The bustling station platform and winding streets beyond, paved in cobblestones, look much like home. There are vehicles ranging from small to very large, some with strange and unusual shapes of which he can only guess the purpose. But most surprising are the people. There is a crowd gathered, filled with men and women, some in what looks to be military uniforms, some in what must be the street clothes in this land. There are no robes, and not a single one of them is veiled. Okay, so this fic, like, it's going to be, this is going to be another one where I just kind of ramble for a while and um, talk about how absolutely incredible it is. Um, so there's ABO dynamics and magic and it's a royalty AU, it is a fantasy AU, um, there is just the most wonderful leery friendship in here, and like the, there's King Louis, who is a very prominent part of it, um, there's Prince Harry, Louis an alpha, Harry's an omega, and Harry is not only an omega, but he is an omega carrier, which is very rare for male omegas. Like, it's already rare to be a male Omega, it sounds like, but to be a male Omega carrier is just, like, it's uh, seen as a huge blessing. Um, there is Alpha Liam and Alpha Nile. Um, at least I'm pretty sure it's Alpha Nile. Um, it's just very interesting, the world building that is done here, because there are four kingdoms in this fic, and you kind of learn the history of why they kind of split up, and you get to see how each of the kingdoms is so very different from each other. And Harry is from, oh goodness, I'm going to get this wrong. I'm so sorry. I, I believe that Harry is from the Eastern Kingdom, and Louis is from the Western Kingdom. Um, but it might be the other way around because honestly, I'm really, like I said, I'm really bad with visualizing. And so because of that, I kind of like made up my own idea in my head. And then um, the actual physicality and layout of everything didn't make, it didn't matter all that much. All I knew was that we were in Louis' kingdom. And in Louis' kingdom, Niall is kind of his like best friend and personal assistant. Um, he's kind of like the top person who helps the king. And, um, in their kingdom, gender or their secondary gender is very much something that is um, like most of them don't even like they know what gender they are, but they cover it up as soon as they present um, so that like they don't have ruts and heats. They don't really experience those um, because they're all suppressed and they suppress their sense. And because of that, like they they've lost the ability to kind of read people in certain ways um and it's all in the sake like it's all for the sake of equality or at least that's what they have been taught and told and it's not necessarily that like there's something wrong with the way that they do things it's just that that's the way that they do it and um they all are like kind of removed from what the believed religion and deities of the lands 
have been for generations and um so things are just very different there from any of the other three kingdoms because Louis's kingdom has been separated there was literally like a wall um that blocked them from the other three kingdoms and so there's a now a north and a south kingdom as well and you learn about them and kind of why they're different and what separates them but the north south and harry's kingdom whichever direction that one was um they were all still able to communicate and interact and keep their treaties and kind of you know go back and forth and be um work together for the common good even while louis kingdom was so distinctly separated physically and in every other way really um so that like little word was heard from louis kingdom for the whole time that they were separated which was something like 200 years um and the other kingdoms kind of have a similar basis of they have an understanding because while they are all one they have their it's kind of like they are sovereign states within an overall country i suppose and so they kind of have similar beliefs and understandings but when it comes to the details of how things are run and how things are kind of continued in each of their kingdoms um it is different and so like there is a goddess and they they pay homage to the goddess and there's way that ways that they use magic in each land and it's different for each of them and the way that they kind of respect it and everything oh oh my goodness i'm going into too much detail i'm so sorry i just get very excited about this fic okay and i feel like fantasy fics are not fully appreciated in this fandom the way that i love them um i love fantasy so much you guys it's just so much fun and the way that that the world was created was just amazing like the world building was stellar and it feels like a lot when you're starting it um it can feel overwhelming because it's just so completely different and it's a whole new world that you're just getting being thrust into but when you keep going it doesn't feel overwhelming at all because the way that it is kind of addressed and played into and the way you kind you're you're reminded of the details as time goes on basically the information is given to you um, in a way that kind of explains their history a bit briefly so that you have kind of a basic footing, but don't feel like you have to hold on to everything because the details and the information that you do need and that is very important later, it is all brought back and you are reminded of it. It's not like you're just expected to remember those things. Um, they're, they're brought back again and reiterated with like more detail. You learn more about it, you know, instead of just giving, it's not an info dump at, dump at the beginning, basically. Um, it's just beautiful the way that she brings it and kind of um, gives more um, to each little piece so that you slowly build this very full and very rich picture of the world that they live in and everything that they're dealing with and contending with. Because Harry is sent to Louis's kingdom to build a relationship between his and Louis. More explicitly, his mother wants him to get the king to fall in love with him. And so he feels bad about that and feels guilty about that. But, like, he also can't help falling in love with the man. And he's also, like, so intrigued and confused about the way that things are done there. And so, like, Harry's trying so hard to hold to his values and his way of living while also helping Louis's kingdom. And it's just, it's such a beautiful dichotomy. And the power struggles between them all and, like trying to merge your beliefs with um you know 
or at least what you have been raised to believe with what you believe things to be, you know, as you kind of get more of a worldview. It's just, it's such an interesting and beautiful story. And it has so many layers to it that you can interact with. Um, you know, there's the basic romance story and then there's the actual like plot of what's going on in Louis's kingdom. And then there's the interaction of all the kingdoms and there's Louis as king and what's happening with the people of his country. And then there's Liam and his gorgeous role as protector for Harry and just the relationships between alphas and omegas and the ways that it varies like it's just it's so rich i have no idea how she wrote this fig and made it so that it was just this a beautiful world that feels like it was just there and dropped in your lap and you just want to learn more and live in there longer and i feel like it's definitely one of those fig like i have a very hard time rereading things i know that that's a unusual. <laughs> Most people I feel like have their favorite fix that they go back to and I can't do that. Um, my brain can't focus on things that I have already read before because it's like, oh, I already know this. Um, but I feel like this is one that I will be able to reread. Um, it's one of those that like, I feel like every time that I read it, I will pick up on something new and something different and something interesting. And I'll be able to kind of work it in and make it so that the fic has even more depth than what it already had before. And it's just, it's beautiful and it's incredible. And I cannot wreck it highly enough. Like I, I want everyone to read this as well. Basically just everyone needs to read every fic on this month's wreck. And that's, that's that, you know, like that's not too much to ask from you guys, is it? <laughs> Okay, and the next fic is It's Been Ages by Two Tide Ships 2 on both Tumblr and AO3. The fic is about 13,000 words long. It is not rated, and the pairing is Harry and Louis. The summary reads, We need to talk, Niall said as he plopped down on Louis's bed. It's you and Harry. You like him. He likes you. It's a match made in heaven, and you will one day be mates. Louis shook his head in exasperation. If you've been watching, you would see that Harry is interested in, like, alpha alphas, not me. What the fuck is an alpha alpha? Niall asked with, a, with furrowed brows. You know what I mean, Louis said, giving Niall a pointed look. I literally have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so, uh, this fic is an ABO fic. It's Alpha Louis, Omega Harry, um, the two of them room with Niall, <laughs> who I'm trying to remember. I think Niall's a beta. I could be wrong, but I think Niall's a beta. Um, let's see here. It's friends to lovers. Like they've been, I believe it's childhood friends. Like they've been friends for a long time. And um, there's just been all the pining, basically. It's one of those things where they are just like constantly pining for each other and you want to bash their heads in because they just are being total idiots about it. And Niall's trying so hard to just be like, oh my gosh, get your act together. And they just won't get their acts together. But that's part of the joy of Mel's fakes is that like they're always idiots and they just take forever to figure things out. And it's just so much fun to see how like how long it takes them to work through it all. And it's also really fun to see like what exactly the turning point is like what is it that triggers specifically the two of them to finally get their shit together um it's just a lot of fun for me to see what it is for each one like what the breaking point is and um, the way that she does it is always amazing and it's always so much fun like there is such a really light and um playful feeling to mel's fix and this definitely plays into that it's just it's, it's one of those fics that is a fun and fast read and 
it just it doesn't take itself too seriously and so you know that you don't have to either and it's just a lot of fun to relax and just lean into and enjoy yourself and have some fun and not have to worry about things that you know mean anything it's I can't explain it it's just a it's a great fic to read when you need to turn your brain off but you also want to be distracted from everything that's going on um it's just a lot of fun and it's it's just so silly and such a great read and Louis is trying so hard to be the better alpha and Harry is being so blatantly obvious that he's like nesting with Louis's clothes and Louis has like no idea he's just like why are my jumpers always going missing and you're just like oh my word you poor blessed child like <laughs> it's it's just a lot of fun and it's it was such a joyful read for me and I know that if you give it a chance that you will you will see and feel that as well the next fic that I read is called Not Another... <clears throat> Sorry, my voice is going now. Um, the next fic that I read is called Not Another Lonely Christmas by Has To Be Good on both Tumblr and AO3. The fic is about 9,000 words long. It is rated explicit and the pairing is Harry and Louis. The summary reads... Harry should be more nervous that he's bringing a literal stranger to meet his extended family, but he figures it can't be much more awkward than Aunt Sharon's Christmas parties usually are. Instead, he's looking forward to having an extra person to buffer the conversation. A knock comes one minute after eleven. He lets out the breath and opens the door. Hi there, Louie? Or the one where the friend Niall sets up as Harry's fake boyfriend turns out to be Gemma's best friend Louie. Okay, listen, I love 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 these fics and it's really funny that this just happens to be like the second one kind of third one uh third fic this month I guess it, that I read where <laughs> they were friends with each other's siblings and like they pine for each other so like in one of them it's um like the amazing race fic and in that one like Gemma and Lottie come to be super good friends and of course they like love their sisters and so like they like hate but also pine after each other while navigating the whole fact that like their friends their sisters are there and friends and then in Molly's Regency fic like Harry was super good friends with Lottie but always just figured that like Louis didn't think much of him because he was the older one you know and so like you kind of get that dynamic again here where Louis is best friends with Gemma and therefore has just always been there but he's been kind of raised like a sibling and so therefore Harry's like I just you know don't ever have hope with him even though he's like beautiful and I just would love him but at the same time like obviously never gonna happen so it's fine and Niall his new co-worker who he's like super good friends with is willing to set him up because he's like hey I've got this super good friend who just happens to be in town he can totally do it he just broke up he's not looking for anything serious either like he literally just needs to get out of the house and be distracted and you and your family's Christmas party can do that for him if you know he can do that for you so if he agrees you willing to do this and so like Niall convinces Harry to like go ahead and do a blind date for the party and they can pretend like they've been dating for a while to get everyone off his back and it'll make things a little bit easier for him as well because he won't have to just take it on all on his own and so like Harry's all prepared you know he's ready to go with a stranger and just kind of have a good time and then like play it off as that's that 
But then the blind day shows up and it's Louis. Louis, who has a lot of history with his family. And so things aren't going to be so easy to just like explain away. Um, and at first they're like, oh gosh, we can't do this anymore, I guess. Like, okay. But like they end up doing it. They go through with it. And Louis, Louis goes with them and things go a lot smoother than what they originally anticipated. Like the way that even Gemma and Anne are so quick to believe them. They're both like kind of thrown off, I think. And like the way that they find it so easy to um, kind of play up the physical side of things, you know, with the cuddling and handholding and things like that. Um, and it just goes so easily and so smoothly for them. And like Harry's enjoying it and he's so sad that it's like all that it's ever going to be. And, you know, like how are they going to now like bring it up to his parent, like to his mom and Gemma, like how are they going to break the news that they were lying and like, how are they going to explain that to them and everything else? But then like, oh, there's a twist. I'll just say that there's a twist. And it was so much fun. It, it, it just was, it's a very good one. Um, it's not, it's not like a huge twist. It's just, it, it makes certain things make a little more sense. And it's just, it's so good. You guys, oh, I loved it. It just, it was everything that I love that trope to be. And like both the fake relationship as well as the um like Louis and Gemma best friends Harry Pines type of deal like I love that dynamic and uh, she just did such a great job of writing it and making it so that you just really you really have a good time and are just rooting for them and and just enjoying the awkwardness and hilarity of everything that happens in the midst of the whole situation that they had just blatantly gotten themselves into it's great <laughs> the next fic is called Like Sun on the Rise by Disgruntled Kitten Face. Um, I believe that this is, yes, this is the last fic that I read in completion this month. So um, this fic is about 9,000 words long. It is rated mature and the pairing is Nick and Harry. The summary reads, sorry, Nick says at last, a crooked grin replacing her usual friendly but not too friendly customer service smile. It's my second double this week, so I'm kind of out of it. What can I get you, pretty? No, I know you, the girl insists, her green eyes wide as she leans over the counter. I have known you so many times, in so many different forms, in so many different lives. Uh, Nick blinks, speechless, for maybe the first time in her life. The thing is, the girl looks totally sincere, kind of awestruck, really, her pretty pink lips parted slightly as she takes Nick in, like she can't believe her luck or something. It's not Nick's fault that she has no idea how to act. No one has ever looked at her like this before. Okay? Harry isn't like anyone Nick has ever met before. Maybe that's why they work. Oh, this fake is so wonderful. It is so great. It's obviously girl direction and there's Tomlin Shaw friendship. There's Larry friendship. There's soulmates and previous lives involved as you can tell from the summary. Harry recognizes Nick to be her person and it's just so cute. So like, it's a meet cute fic that kind of takes it a little bit further. And um, they're strangers to lovers, and they have mutual friends. And uh, just one of my very favorite things ever, I said in passing once to Maggie that I believe Nick is a pillow princess. And she just happened to include that particular dynamic in this fic. And so it was even more glorious for that part. <laughs> but really, it, it's just so soft and lovely. And Nick just so clearly is out of her depths when it comes to Harry. Like Harry 
wins her over almost immediately and Nick is just willing to put up with so much more from her than what she would put up from anyone else and like Louis calls her out on that and it's great it's just so much fun it's just it's a really great and uh, just soft I guess another soft girl direction fic and it's just perfection I loved it Okay, I just wanted to finish up by talking a little bit about the two whips that I'm currently reading, and then we'll be done for this month's podcast. Um, the first whip is Bit by Bit and All at Once by Lady AJ-13 on Tumblr and Lady AJ underscore 13 on AO3. Um, this fic actually just came to completion yesterday, but I haven't had a chance to read the last chapter, so I'm going ahead and pretending like I posted this on the 28th when it was still a whip. Um, but in completion, it is about 24,000 words long. It's rated mature, and the pairing is Louis and Liam. The summary reads, It's not a joke, Louis says so quietly it almost gets lost in the humming of the fridge and the TV still playing out to itself in the other room. I've been meaning to say for a long time. Always told myself I would before I turned 30. I love you, he repeats, slightly choked. Awful. I'm in love with you. Or the one where Louis is in love with Liam, but Liam doesn't love him back. Or does he? This fic is just, oh, it's all the pain. It's all the pain, all the angst. And I am really praying that she gives us a happy ending. I think that she does. It sure sounds like it. But, um... It's a mostly canon compliant fig. Like the only part that's not really canon compliant is the fact that like Louis's tour starts at a different time. And that's just because she misunderstood the tour schedule. Um, but otherwise it, it fits really well with everything. Um, they are clearly friends to lovers. There's just a lot of pining and longing. Um, like Liam is just like he is, he's pining for Louis. He's longing for him because like things change as soon as Louis makes that, um, admission even though they promise that it won't change anything um, and Liam is trying so hard to not let it change anything but he's realizing that like things were different for Louis that um, you know he wasn't being just a friend to Liam the entire time and so like if Louis is going to be able to move on he's going to have to treat Liam a little differently and that that's hard for Liam to acknowledge and understand and come to terms with but also Liam is kind of really slowly finally understanding that like he is possibly not straight <laughs> and so um what that all means for him and how he comes to terms with that and the way that um everything just kind of works together and the dynamics between them and the other boys it's just really wonderful and really lovely and lady aj always does a really impeccable job of writing all of them and the way that they kind of interact and behave together and their relationships and how they're just they're so strong with everyone, but at the same time are so different and unique with everyone. And I just really love the way that she has depicted them all here. And so um, I can't wait to read that last chapter and see how it all wraps up and then rave about it some more to you guys next month. And the other whip that I've been um, reading is Remember Me Before You by Kings of Everything on both Tumblr and AO3. It's rated explicit. So far, it is 83,000 words. And that is with how many chapters have posted so far? That's with 12 chapters posted. Um, I haven't read the most recent one. And so I'm a little behind that. <laughs> um, but it the pairing is Harry and Louis and the summary reads desperate to find a new place to live after he comes home to find his boyfriend cheating Harry moves into a loft with three strangers a new girl AU so it's based on the TV show a new girl uh, the new girl and I love that show um, I didn't actually watch it all the way through um, 
I lost track of it at some point just because life happens and I cannot keep up well with TV shows. But I definitely watched the first couple of seasons religiously and then I watched most of the third season, I believe, as well, um, though I might be mistaken. And so I don't really know where it goes from there and I don't remember a lot because I watched it like as it aired. And so um, I've forgotten a lot of details, but I just remember really loving Jess and Nick and just Schmidt being absolutely insane and, you know, all the models that are involved because of her best friend. Is it Cece? Is that her best friend's name? Anyway, I just loved the show. I loved the disasters that every character was and I loved how lovable all of them were, like even in their disasters and kind of prickliness. Um, and I was just so excited to learn that Lauren was writing A New Girl AU and how long it was, but I knew also that it would be too intimidating for me to read all at once because of how long it is. And so like, I kind of forced myself to read it as a whip, even though I mostly have a hard time with those. Um, and I am not regretting it at all. It is so good, you guys. I highly recommend you guys read along with it, if possible. I know that there's a lot already posted, but it posts every Sunday and Thursday. And um, it's, there's so much more still to go, more than half of it to go. So if you can catch up now, then you can read each chapter as it comes. And it's really a lot of fun. There's just so much humor and friends to lovers and their roommates. And it, it just feels like a really long crack fic, essentially. Um, because it's just a lot of fun because like she does such a fun job of merging who we know the boys to be with the characters from the show. So like there's definite aspects of Harry that are like just, but it's also so very Harry as well. And then there's Louis who is like, it's clear that he's driven in the way that Louis is as a person, but like there's so much of Nick in him as well. It's just a really fun merging of the two worlds and the way that she's adapted it is just impeccable and perfect and I really love the way that she kind of twists and adds things that are her own while still staying so true to the show it's just it makes it so that it is a lot of fun and it's able something that is really easily able to be appreciated by people who know the show as well as people who don't so I definitely recommend that one as well Thank you so much for joining me this month and for listening to me ramble and go on a little bit about all of the fics that I read and just really loved this month. And I hope that you guys all have a wonderful April. I will see you in about a month.